Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. To a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your on the creative journey. Uh, this episode is brought to you by a few great sponsors of mine. Uh, first of all, Panels Comics and Coffee Bar uh, has been a great partner of mine. Actually, that is where the uh, Creative Brew started. Was uh, doing interviews there. Obviously, with COVID, I had to do some restrictions, uh, but I've adapted. And and um, you know, but Panels has always been a great uh, partner of mine. They have some of the hottest graphic novels and comics out right now. So if you're a comic book junkie and you love coffee, this is probably the perfect shop for you. Uh, if you mention the Cradle Brew, you'll get 10% off your next uh, coffee or book purchase. So like I said, they got a, um, new comics, new graphic novels, merchandise, um, toys. Um, like I said, it's a hidden gem here in Oceanside. So uh, if you're in the area, please swing on by and please support all your local businesses, all your local coffee shops. Um, I'm, I'm a big advocate for that. So um, like I said, please support them out. It's been uh, tough over the past course, uh, past year. So if you can do what you can, you know, support them, share out, uh, share their page, um, you know, buy something from them, support local. And another partner of mine is Elevate Coffee Trading. And if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're gonna love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. And there's free shipping in the U.S. for every and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children and coffee-producing uh, countries like Guatemala, uh, as well in, in areas of need in the United States. So you can follow their journey, follow their vision and mission um, on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading and visit online at elevatecoffeetrading.com. Uh, they also, if you go to their website, they also have a virtual 5K race, coffee lovers race right now um, that anyone can sign up for. And uh, you can run your own course, you know, get some swag from uh, Elevate Coffee Trading and, uh, you know, help support the calls. Uh, you can go to elevatecoffeetrading.com. And, uh, you know, for anyone that's a runner, you love coffee, probably the perfect event for you. So check it out today. And then another partner of mine is Astropad. And Astropad actually turns uh, your iPad Pro, if you're a digital creator like me, it turns your iPad Pro into another uh, professional graphics tablet. So with a lot of my design work that I do, I'm able to uh, pretty much turn my iPad Pro into a, another uh, screen. Uh, and it helps me with my digital workspace and helps me to fine tune certain things on my logos or designs or illustrations. So uh, Astropad is a great asset for me. This is, I suggest this for any digital creator. Uh, if you're a tattoo artist, uh, if you're a you know, digital illustrator, comic book artist, um, even someone that's uh, maybe they, they've been working with uh, uh, paper and want to transfer to digital, I would suggest you try out Astropad, especially if you have a tablet. Um, it's compatible with Windows and Mac. Um, so yeah, if you get a chance, check out astropad.com um, or you know the Astropad app uh, on social media. And then my last partner is Cobopod. And Cobopod is generally where I record a lot of my podcasts now. Uh, if you're in the area, I usually bring people in and uh, we share your stories. But uh, Cobopod is a boutique video and audio production studio in Oceanside. And if you're a podcaster, blogger, content creator, um, even if you're looking to try to, you know, online classes, if you're trying to build 
any kind of content for online for the online space, I would definitely suggest you try out Cobopod. Um, they have a great venue, great setup. Uh, they have a sound coach there. They have a photographer there. So uh, with every session, you get um, an all-inclusive uh, production a studio right in the palm of your hands with affordable prices too. They have all kinds of setups, all kinds of packages. And uh, I definitely suggest anyone that's looking to try to build their podcast or looking to start one. I get a, I've been getting a lot of people come to me. Hey, I'm looking to start my podcast. How would I do it? Hey, go to Cobopod. So you can book a session today at cobopod.org. Uh, today, uh, I've actually been trying to figure out ways to get this man on for about a good year or so. I, I was like, he's on my list. And I was like, you know, 2021, I'm, I'm hitting him up. I don't care how I do it. Um, and uh, like I said, they, I, I've been a great fan of his. I agree. I've been a fan of yours since, um, you know, since you pinned uh, uh, David Taylor at the championships. This man's got a great story, a great journey. And uh, for anyone that's listening, anyone that's um, that might be in the in the wrestling, if you're a wrestler, if you're an MMA fighter, uh, just anyone that's looking to try to build themselves um, spiritually, physically, mentally, uh, you probably need to listen to this man. So um, without short ado, like I said, former national champ, um, MMA world champ, Bubba Jenkins, uh, I'll let him tell a little bit about himself and his journey. What's up, man? How you doing? I appreciate you for having me, dog. This is this is awesome. Um, I want to get you get you and my son together. My son likes to draw, so that's one of the little things that uh, you know. I I uh, I saw you kind of do some comic stuff like that, and I wanted to. I I, I gave him a little uh, cardboard, uh, kind of like a little like a big cardboard sheet and I, and I drew some lines on it to make him create his own um, comic book story, you know, and he, yeah. he, uh, the, when he first started drawing, he did the first top lines and then the bottom lines are like probably about five months ago. And then we got blank spaces for the bottom line. So each yeah. time you can see how he's kind of getting better with the same storyline, but with the same drawing. It's actually it's actually kind of cool. And I didn't mean it for it to happen that way, but he kind of only finished, he starts drawing and then he gets, you know, goes, he's a kid. So he plays and goes somewhere else. Yeah. And then a couple months later, he's like, oh, where's that comic book thing again? But he's also a better drawer now. So he sits yeah. down and so you get to see in levels how much better he's gotten. So it's pretty cool. So as you were mentioning how, you know, some of the sponsors and the comics that you got and stuff, things like that, how you, how you draw it man i was just thinking about getting my kids involved but yeah man i'm i'm blessed i'm i'm one of the the fighters and, and wrestlers that made it to the pinnacle of you know most of the sports that i've tried to compete in and um i'm i'm just i'm just blessed uh like you said i'm spiritually a uh, sound guy I, i'm a believer in my lord and savior jesus christ of course uh you know he he's my redeemer and uh I'm not the preachy churchy type, you know, you just know I wear it on my sleeve in a sense of like, you know, you smell it on me, you know, it's just, I don't, my warriorship, my, my, my war priest type mentality. Um, that's just who I am. You know, uh, I can take five men and we go take on a team of 50 for sure. Um, I've been a leader of every, of every, uh, I've been a captain of every team I've ever been a part of. So, you know, that just kind of, that's been my anointing in a sense to kind of lead men. So, you know, that's, that's, I'm walking in my path. Nice, nice. So right now, what uh, you know, just with with everything that you you've done, um, yeah. And I, for my audience, for people that don't know, um, you know, this man is a, a animal from Virginia. Uh, I know. Uh, 
a couple of uh, close friends of his, uh, like Brian Wells um, from the Shout out to Brian Wells. Shout and, out to uh, Brian Wells. So, it, I, wonderful you know, and it's, it's one of those weird, you know, it's a small world. Uh, actually, the way I met him was uh, was just I was coaching at Campbellsville, and that was where I met him. And, yes. you know, he was one of those where a lot of talent just got to, you know, get in his head right. And yes. um, so, yeah, man, we, we've had that relationship. Me there. and Brian Wells used to run the city of Virginia Beach in middle school together. So, man, like as far as him being an influence on my life, I, I, I was coming in from Centerville Elementary School, um, going into Brandon Elementary School. Uh, and I, when I was coming in from Centerville, I started wrestling in Indiana in a sense. Uh, where my father's family is from. And, you know, I was really young into it. And Indiana wrestling isn't, you know, the athletic field that Virginia is. And so to get in the room with a Brian Wells and, a, you know, a couple other guys that he knows, I love to mention the Robert Douglases and, you know, the people from back in the day that um, help influence and shape me to be like, oh, this is what, this is what real wrestling looks like. This is what the <laughs> athletes you know, this is how you mix a, a shot, a regular ass shot with, you know, athleticism. And, and this is who you are kind of thing. So it was just like another speed. And, and to have Wells as my, you know, a, a, he's older. So he's as it was my influence. And, and you know, to, to see, I mean, championships and things we won together. And then later off, go on for me to, you know, do some of the things that I did. It was just cool to, you know, always be a friend with those people. Like you said, it's a small world, but they know I've never changed. The first number I ever gave Brian Wells, he can still call me on it. Yeah. Sure. So what right now, what's uh, what, what keeps you hungry right now? I mean, like I said, I know um, I, I know you just um, started a, um, a, a MMA uh, wrestling uh, gym. Yeah. And, uh, so what with all the things that you got going on, what, what sort of keeps you what keeps you going? What keeps me going, man? I have three beautiful children and I'm going to give you a disclaimer. This this podcast might likely get interrupted about 70% likely get interrupted by a child under the age of six, hey, no of three different faces. So <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, but also, um, yeah, no, they keep me hungry, man. I'm also walking, like I said, I'm walking in my purpose. I'm walking in my calling. I have fights. Uh, I fight for the PFL. If people don't know your audience might not know who I am and who I still fight. Um, I'm doing my, my modern day Uriah favor, I guess, you know, I'm still a fighter. I'm a gym owner. I own um, one of the fight teams, me and, Dewey Cooper, I'm one of the legendary K1 boxing champions out here in Vegas. As soon as I got here, me and him partnered together to run our own wrestling MMA combat facility. You know, we got it all. And we partnered with a, another dude named Rex at Big Scary Gym here in Henderson. And the facility is called Big Scary Gym, but the MMA program and team is me and Dewey's and it's called BK MMA. We're a team relentless. And that's where we are. That's where I'm here in Henderson. That's what I, I'm also the head coach at the local high school they were the state champs last year nice. um, due to COVID they shut down this season so I'm the head coach I've been the head coach for one year and I've had no season so I'll be a two-year head coach with no experience but it's all good COVID COVID does what it did so um, but yeah they were the returning state champions so when I get my squad together and you know we can actually format a, a program um, at the facility that I just opened, which is February 6th is our grand opening. Okay. Um, once we once we get that opening, I'll have the kids that were going to wrestle for me in this upcoming season uh, come to the club and, you know, we'll start building on the preparation to defend their state title, uh, me being their head coach. And, of course,
course, being a high school coach and an MMA coach, um, as far as mixing the mixed martial arts and the wrestling, having my own club and being a fighter, it all kind of just runs together. But also, you know, me being a motivational speaker and uh, inspirational type of person, uh, a motivator to, to youth, but not only to youth, but to men who deal with being afraid in the fight game or, you know, having to deal with taking that shot where, you know, guys throwing kicks at you or knees at you. You know, I'm very good at being able to explain how to, you know, get from A to B to Z and 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 and, and do it safely or do it to, to in a warrior like way. And it takes time to build up into that. So I, I know the path. Like you said, if you know my journey, it has been a journey. It, you know, I'm not an overnight success by any means. And I'm, and I'm still climbing, you know, me being in the million dollar tournament, I don't have a million dollars. You know, I'm going, going to work on getting that. I'm going to go get that. But, you know, me being in the tournament, uh, you know, that, 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 what I'm building in the program, what I'm building with my gym, what I'm building in my children and influencing, man, that, that easily is what's keeping me motivated. Nice. Nice. And for anyone that doesn't know, uh, like I said, I've got a mixed audience. So uh, anyone that doesn't know, what is, what is the PFL? The PFL is a professional fight league, man, and, mm-hmm. and they fight. Um, I would say it's a little bit of the same owners, but they have revamped their ownership. Uh, ESPN has taken over uh, partnerships with what uh, I think it was on NBC. It was called the World Series of Fighting, yeah. but now it's the professional fight league. Um, the president, like the Dana White of it, is Ray Seppo, who's an amazing, amazing man. Um, he's also a man of God, so that's just a beautiful thing. But also, um, he, he, you know, he, him and Ali sat down with me in dinner, and we really understood that PFL is where I wanted to go as Ali is my agent um you know and professional fight league fights on ESPN2 starting this April and April 23rd or April 29th or May 6th I'm crashing on somebody on one of those dates but you know with there being a bubble with there being a season in the way that it is they're gonna have like sections and our seasons our fights aren't like you know a little bit like the the other organizations we have a tournament where you know you beat this guy he beats that guy that's the guy you fight ain't no talking about it ain't no you know you know having to you know work your way into selling yourself and now I beat this guy you already know who you're fighting so I kind of like it that way you know even what? though, even though I can talk to talk and walk to walk with the best of them, even yeah. though there ain't many that can chit chat like me, ain't it? You know, you ain't going. I'm, I'm, I'm from, I'm from where I'm from. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't gonna just talk to me like I'm some player, 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 and and not have the spit game back to you, cause you know I, I I can talk with them. So when it's sport and it's all sport, man, I'm one of the best competitors. Don't don't play with me. When it's fight and and we fighting, man, I'm. I'm from where I'm from. Don't play with me. But when, you know, you want to just talk to talk, we can do that too, man. So uh, I'm well-rounded in the verses of whatever combat field they want to bring at me. And that's what my ability to uh, have a coaching staff and coaching people and, and, and influencing people really helps tone me on that. Nice. So um, I, I was going to ask you, because I, I've had this discussion with, uh, you know, I, I'm still, you know, I'm a part-time wrestling coach uh, and yeah. training, training fighters and, and helping them out with, you know, mindset, um, not, uh, besides technique, really helping out with their, with their mindset, uh, you know, the heart set and, you know, and trying to figure out how to properly sort of market and brand. Um, and I know it's been some conflicting thing, you know, you got some people obviously in UFC that, you know, they love to, uh, they market themselves a different way and may not be the best fighter in the world, but somehow they're able to get these big fights compared to, Hey, let's just man up mano a mano Let's see who's the best. If I win, I'm going to the next, you know, going to the next fight. Um, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, do you do you feel like this, the PFL right now, do you feel like that's a better 
um, better style, you know, just overall for you? Well, sometimes, well, the reason why I liked the PFL and the reason why if you followed my journey that I even signed with Bellator in the beginning mm-hmm. was because of the tournament style. I wanted to omit the uh, politics of it. You hear what I'm saying? Yep. The politics of him talking over me or him, you know, at Bellator a little bit, once they changed the platform and they got um, um, Bjorn Redney out and they put Scott Coker in, it changed the platform from the tournament style, even though they're going back to it. Oh, surprise, but they're going back to it. But when they didn't have the tournament style, they they wanted me to, you know, be, you know, you need to talk trash and be this, you know, ghetto kind of, and I'm just like, man, I graduated from two colleges. Stop playing with me. Like, I'm too educated to try to give off this fake bravado they wanted me like to be the hood version of like a colby covington type thing and i'm like man you better check my resume dossier bitch i'm swag like don't don't i ain't gotta i ain't gotta pretend people know i'm real in the streets they know i do what gangsters do so you know um i I didn't want to have this bravado type of thing i just wanted to be me and you know them signing a national champion i'm definitely going to take you down and ground and pound you more than like anybody else especially in the developing stages of my career now that i can strike with anyone in the world now that i can really stand up and bang bang and do my thing uh it's a different mindset in the fight cage but in the beginning when you're developing and you still have the big name that i had you Mm -hmm. know it was trying to you know really win at all costs while not being embarrassed while still you know trying to get those new tools that you're playing with off you know so it's really it was a fine line of you know trying to mix those things but uh i hope that answered your question if i if i if well, well rounded it yeah yeah i, I mean I, I know that i, I mean, feel like I also yeah. feel sorry. Yeah, I feel like that there's time in the game where you have to be smart about it. You know, um, there's some people who take the short doors fights, or there's some people who take the hard, tough fights. Man, it's a smart man game. I, you know, I talk to Tyson often, and not just like not on the phone or something like that, but I, I, I've been to ton of different events and stuff where Mike Tyson's been there and you know he knows me by name and face so that's pretty awesome right it's a bucket list thing but after just really sitting next to him and talking to him and hearing him out you know he a lot of times he was saying it was a smart man's game and the Mayweather's showed you how to do the smart man's game you know he he first built his career off of hate that you know he was you know pretty boy then he came money because people hated him so much they wanted to see him lose and the fact that he was you know flouting his money it was like he was playing the game that was such a smart system if you see the best guys the richest guys in the games it's it's the people who really walked it talked it but they were also very smart and very strategic about different things mm-hmm. um you got to be the smart fighter the 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 tough fighters don't have that much of a longevity you know they get they get rock them sock them and then you know it's not, it's not the same, you know, there are the, you know, platinum Perry's who are putting their girlfriend in the corner and they're just so tough. They're just running through people, but that, you know, for that's an outlier and, you know, he's not the champion, you know, most people who have the mindset to start a sport like this, you know, they know that there's a certain equivalent of uh, a recipe that you have to put in a formula that you have to equivalent to become champion. And, mm-hmm. and, it, and it takes you know, certain things. Smartness yeah. is, is key. Have you, do you have the formula for that? I, I need to share that. What else? <laughs> Man, it's it's it's, yes, it's when the people that you see doing it, man. And Dewey Cooper, just I'm a shout out, shout out Dewey Cooper. Hope that when when this video comes out, I'm gonna tag and we're gonna tag tag my gym so when it comes out, everybody can see it. Um, Dewey Cooper told me something, and it was just the realest thing I ever heard. He said, "The people that you still see that you people that you see doing it on TV, the rappers that you see doing it on TV, the basketball players that you see doing it on TV, the people that you see doing it on TV." are simply just the people that never stop doing it. 
they just didn't stop doing it. They were in the basement and then they were out on the street doing the rapping with their friends and then they was rapping and then someone heard them then they was rapping. They found YouTube and they started rapping on YouTube and then someone saw them and they wanted to bring them in the studio and then they started working with them even though it wasn't the right someone. They just kept rapping with them and that deal fell out and then they went back to the basement and started rapping again, kept rapping. Next thing you know, the real right person saw them, they kept rapping and they got put on and now they're on. Mm-hmm. Someone that you just didn't stop doing it. There are fighters who just start didn't stop doing it. They had longevity. They've had bad careers. My man, George Masvidal, shout out to Masvidal. Um, when I was at ATT, you know, him having these close fights and things like that really bothered him. At, at some point, the UFC was just calling him for journeyman status, you know, see if this guy's legit. Send him to Masvidal. If he was legit, he moved on to a title. If he wasn't legit, he sent back, right? But after Masvidal going back and re- readjusting and trying to get into a place where, you know, he, he can find his niche and he can find his style, it was really changing the game for him and having that longevity and having that understanding of just keep doing it, just chopping your wood, keep finding yourself, keep searching for yourself, keep searching what, what makes you. I found myself when I stopped trying to care if I embarrassed people during training. I embarrassed people during wrestling. I didn't care nothing about it. But yeah. if I got into fighting because I wanted to come in a little bit humble because I did get humbled in the beginning trying to figure out what fighting is, getting kicked in the face while trying to wrestle, getting punched on while not really knowing how to you know, defend yourself, you get humbled in that sense. So coming in, being humbled and trying to be humbled in the situation, you forget yourself or you lose yourself sometimes when you're trying to be you know, not who you normally are. And it's not that I'm overly confident or cocky or something like that, but trying to fit into a mode to not embarrass other people because people are watching or because they care or if I'm throwing a technique too hard, sometimes you got to let those kind of boundaries go and, and find yourself. Oh, don't do this. Don't do that. You know, they were telling people in, in high school or college not to shoot shots from your knees. Jordan Burroughs is one of the best wrestlers in the world. And he he's won a world and Olympic title from shooting shots from his knees. Yeah. They used to say you can't do this or can't do that. And then there are people who are doing the things that you say you cannot do. And, you know, it's not it's not good to try to put that in a box or try to stop that the formula is to keep doing try to find yourself and keep going and keep being you yeah that's the formula hey, that's, hey i like that like love that love it um so i, I can tell just you know uh i, I can see from some of your um uh, I, I think i've seen on instagram you're, you're, you're a pretty good dancer um <laughs> like you know just just the things that you've got going on between the gym being a coach being a fighter um, I'm, I'm a big advocate of never putting everything that I want to express. I never put it in one bucket. I love planting seeds everywhere. Um, and you know, and, and figuring out ways to nurture, um, nurture the whole garden. Um, so, um, with, with you, do you feel like, um, creativity is, is a big component as far as with everything that you're doing right now in your life? And I lit up that word creativity is amazing. It's a big word. It's, it's, it's more than what people think. If you cannot be in a position of creating, you cannot do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I've created this position to have this interview. I've created the moment to pin David Taylor. I created the, the opportunity to have that gym. I created that gym. It was a talk. It was a dream. It was me saying stuff to my boys. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to and you know, I got a gym and I'm building a gym and getting dual citizenship in um, Ghana, where my bloodline is from, in Africa, with one of the kings in Africa. I created that opportunity when I was in my world title fight. I created that opportunity to have that world title fight. If you do not have a moment of having ability to create, you lose everything. Mm-hmm. You have to 
see an opportunity to create. If you can't create, you can't get out. Yeah. If you cannot create, you're stuck in a place of being. If you can't draw, if you can't vision, if you can't see, if you, it's almost the same thing. And if you can't create, you've stopped me from doing anything. If anyone asked me, what's the only thing that you would like not be able to do? I would not be able to not be in a position or in a mindset to have the ability to create. Creation is how it all started. We're talking about the creator. We're yeah. talking about the beginning. We're talking about it was first a vision, first a saying, then he said it and things were created. If you cannot have that start, you can't begin to build anything. Yeah. Hey, preach it. Um, <laughs> that is that is something I am. I, I try to I try to put out every every day, uh, even with the podcast, is figuring out ways to create your own unique um, creative lifestyle. You know, everyone's yes. different. Uh, but I, I really believe that everybody has that creative spark in them. Um, just a lot of them hadn't figured out how to do it. Uh, you're pretty lucky. You're pretty fortunate to where you've already figured it out real quick. Uh, and, and now you're f- probably more fully expressing who you are now um, and being more authentic now um, than, than a lot of people. I think a lot of people are still trying to figure out, hey, I've got a talent. i got a gift. Um, but I'm scared to show myself for sure and that's what i really try to express to the guys that are around me i'm you know i'm i'm basically with dewey being you know an older man in the game 50 plus or you know whatever age dewey is still grinding with us he's still making us work hard if you guys watch my instagram or follow my instagram or follow dewey cooper's instagram the black cobra um if you guys go into any of his stuff you'll see how intense he is so i'm basically he's basically the leader of the troops he's also my striking coach and who i'm going to put in my corner for he's my head coach for the so who I'm going to put in my corner for the PFL fight in April, but mm-hmm. he's also my business partner. We're 50-50 business partners. So people, I'm the wrestling coach, wrestling head coach. He calls me the head coach, but also he's the striking kickboxing, boxing head coach. You know, he's the head coach, but we are, he, we are partners, but I guess I kind of and see myself because there are guys who are older than me that are training that I'm, they're calling, Hey coach, come They're coming up to me. Hey coach, coach. <laughs> man you all what you talk about coach but i understand the respect and, and the way that i carry myself in the gym but also i'm i'm more of a captain to these guys right so when it comes to that captainship i kind of really help them with the understanding of what i've been through and what what they're trying to go through what you're talking about of not having those formulas or not having that understanding of how to mix it all together it really does come down to a place of experience and then all the gold nuggets that i found along the way trying to give them to them with them trusting that no these are gold and proven i, I dug these up i really i really had to go to war and and and, and these were forged and, and these techniques and these things work the things that i'm saying if you listen hard enough will work sometimes it takes a, two or three years to hear the things that i'm saying over and over some of them are finding really quick results some of them you know i'm, I'm gonna have to grab them to, for, for them to really get what I'm saying, you know, but it's 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 all in a such a process. I know Philly started it, but really you got to trust that process. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I know there's like I said, I know you've had your your highs, you know, you've had your lows. Um, you know, what what are times where, and like I said, you don't have to elaborate too much, or it, it really it's really up to you. Um, what what are just times where you felt like you've really been tested? faith-wise, um, just with your whole career, with where you're at right now? Is there a few times where you just felt like, man, I, I think this is it? I've never felt like it was it. 
I've never felt like I'm at a place where this is it. Um, definitely been tested, man. Yeah. I never felt like it was it. Um, so, so I can't say, oh, this was a time. But I, I can say there were some tough times that, like, through injuries, those don't, those definitely don't help, um, especially if they're, you know, in places that, you know, that affects who you are as an athlete or, or as a speed or, you know, but I, I try to keep an understanding that it's completely mindset. It truly is for mindset. You got to have the right people around you to keep you the right in the right mindset. Um, you have a spoiled fruit and a good fruit. You put it next to each other. It spoils the good fruit. The good fruit don't get the other fruit better. You know what I mean? So um, the mindset of having the right people around you and seeing that you're prospering and being good and being creative and, and growing off of that, that that's something that, you know, helps. Um, so having the struggles that I had in the past always were overcome by good mindset and, and, and the right people around me. Um, but never a time that I was like, man, I'm going to hang this up. Um, I've been in the Bellator thing and out the Bellator thing. I've been to Russia, I've been, to, I've been to Bahrain. Um, you know, there are definitely times where it's a, a fight to, to want to continue, but never thought to quit. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> Um, so right now, what is inspiring you right now? My kids, um, and my legacy, you know, I am doing the modern day Uriah Faber, but you know, I'm trying to shut the world on fire when, when I come through with this tournament, yeah. come through in April, I'm trying to light it up. You know, I'm trying to let the world know who I am. It's trying not to, what's inspiring me is that I fight on ESPN too. And, you know, one beautiful highlight on, on somebody is, is going to put me, you know, on ESPN, da, 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 and you know the sponsors rain in. You know the fact that you know I have a lot of people driving behind me. We have an entire MMA gym that we're going to try to put on the map. You know, there's some gyms out here in Vegas, of course, um, but as we get bigger and as we get more known and as I'm in more corners, and you know, we're trying to build more things. You know, so what's inspiring me is what I have built already mm. at this young age and to see what I have in my plan. You know, I got a 10, 15 year plan that, you know, really involves my children and involves my, you know, inheritance for them and involves, you know, you know, every part of uh, this empire that I'm trying to build. And at a young age, I can very see, you know, the, I can see the clouds of how to, how to do it. The Lord has given me an easy vision and I'm walking in my calling. You know, someone said to me, Hey man, if you wasn't doing this, you'd probably be doing this anyway. Or if I wasn't this, you'd probably be doing this anyway. It's like, man, I think, five different ways in my life, I probably ended up at the same place because honestly, um, it's my calling. I'm walking in my calling. If I would have went to four other different schools, I probably would have ended up in the same place with the same kind of results, doing the, have done the same thing, you know, stories would have been different, but honestly, I'm walking in my calling and I've known it for a while. Yeah. You know what? I think you just brought up a, a great point. I actually did a, a round table interview uh, uh, probably about a month ago and I, sort of asked that same question uh well we, we were talking around that same concept as far as like you know if you know all the roads that sort of met to where I'm, what i'm doing now and you know all the things that you had to had to do you know good things bad things and it still led you to where you are now um you know it, it, it's actually um and some research actually uh, it was a, a from a book uh and it talked about the the theory of a uh, salamander egg and a, a guy had done the, uh, had tested the uh, electromagnetic 
the energy field of a salamander egg. What it did is it didn't show the energy field of the egg of the baby. It showed the energy field of a full grown adult. And he applied this to humans, plants. So when we come onto this planet, we already have everything done. It's written, it's already done. Uh, what we have to do is figure out ways to sort of remember who we were and remember the, the steps to, to sort of realizing, hey, this is, this is who I already am. I'm just figuring out ways to sort of experience life and get to those, to get to those points and experience, create relationships, learn, love, you know, cry. Um, but I think sooner or later you get to the end road. It's already done. Uh, yes. So that was, uh, I, you just, like I said, it just brought up a great thing. We talked about it in a previous episode. Um, so uh, I think we may have to, you know, I may have to pick your brain on some other stuff later on. Um, yeah, man, I'm here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, right now, uh, what is a creative tilt or tips that you can provide, provide our audience? Uh Let's see. Creative tips to provide your audience. Keep keep positivity, man. It's got to be peace and joy. Um, if you start losing yourself, you start finding characteristics about yourself that you know that are starting to place, start starting to get inside, starting to you know just starting to mess with you. You're starting to find yourself more angry, or starting to find yourself more more this or that, more agitated, more frustrated, more you know negative. Whatever it is, um, you got to find that peace and joy that makes you you, because because you know it's, you got to be successful. Um, if if you're a queen. Uh, if if you don't find that joy and that peace, you really can't help the the kingdom. It, it really hurts the kingdom. And if your king, if the king's dead, the kingdom falls. So really, um, find that place to be peaceful. Find that place to be joy. Find that place to really um, be able to be vibrant. Like you said, um, I don't I don't I don't really go into the whole energy thing, but I do know your anointing um, is that's what I believe in. And and some of us have too high of an anointing to really just sit around and, and not you know, try to express and get out there to see what the Lord is really having for us. There's a, there's a, there's a plan of provision for all of us truly. And there's, he has a plan for each of us. And, and um, if we don't really have that joy, we really have a veil over us and really can't really see above the clouds sometimes. So when you get above the clouds, when you get above that place of uh, peace and joy, then that's when you can start to see and create and, and, and it all runs together. This whole interview runs together for all you folks who listen to the top to the bottom. That's where it's at. Yeah. So um, the ideal creative life, if right now, if money, bills, none of that was an issue, um, what would your, what would be like a, a perfect, perfect day for you? Um, perfect day. Probably definitely going to do some training with the squad. You know, I appreciate my position as a coach. And so I'm probably definitely going to do that. Um, definitely going to do something with the kiddos. Uh, so I appreciate my position as a father that, you know, going to the park. I mean, they crack me up there. There's so much like me and, and in different ways, you know, you know how being a father can, can, can sometimes just be its own reward. Um, and, um, let's see, probably a theme park, something exciting, you know, something that puts joy, memory, something that's going to create a memory. Um, you know, that's, that's all that's always lasting and something that um something that's gonna get me paid if money didn't matter you know as something that I, I still would want to financially be blessed so that i can help somebody else so that i can you know if i'm doing something or having a cause i would like to get it done and and then be able to 
express it in another way. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to spend the day doing something with my family, doing something with training and doing some, some other things, I might as well find a way that I can get compensated for it so that I can also bless people, be a blessing to be blessed. Yeah. That's some great tips. Um, I'm going to throw one more question at you. Uh, well, actually a couple of questions. Um, superpower. If you had one superpower right now, if you was in, it was, if you was in a fight and you had one superpower to use, what would it be? Um, if I had one superpower, yep, and you can only use it once. You can only use it once. Yes, it would be to tap in. Listen, now you, I'm, I'm gonna go spiritual, you know. It would be to tap into the warrior mind of the best warriors in the biblical Bible. Um, at the at the site of trouble, like. Like I'm talking about a Samson who killed a thousand people with a jawbone. I'm talking about to be able to like at that moment tap into the ability that they had. Yes. And I don't care if you, you Hulk Hogan, Chuck Liddell, Rampage, Johnny Bones, Joe, you're not beating that kind of inspiration. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that'd be my superpower. Something that like, yo, you can hone in and tap into that, man. Ooh, that'd be something, some gangster, man. Something real raw. <laughs> Um, I mean, think about it. Like, some of y'all don't know about the warriors in the Bible. There was a dude that stood on a platform and fought off like hundreds of people just so they couldn't uh, get behind this land. Like, he, I mean, it was one of David's mighty men, and it wasn't even one of his like top five. It was just like a regular mighty man of that time. And this dude swung his sword so much, killed so many people on this little platform. Like, literally, he stood on a platform and at the end, he dropped to his knees and the sword was stone cold stuck to his hand. Like, that's type of, that's type of warriors I'm talking about. Wow. <laughs> you tap into that, that's a, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, projects. Uh, is there any kind of pro- projects that you're brewing on right now? Any kind of upcoming projects? February ideals? 6th grand opening, February yep. 6th grand opening. Uh, I'm trying to do some more on my social media, man. I'm trying to do a revamp. Um, I did have the character El Pepe Champion. Um, some people saw that back when I was uh, in Bahrain and had my championship belt. I might bring him back. Um, you know, that, that was a funny thing. And uh, I might, you know, just get more creative on social media. But for the most part, I'm, I, I got a lot on my plate and I'm creating with, with the gym. And, you know, so, um, man, it's, it's a heavy thing on me right now. So when I get into a place of being able to do some more fun stuff on social media i'm definitely going to tap into that but right now it's like you know getting the real ducks in order getting the you know the the business side of things set up and and also staying focused on also you know my own training and getting better at that because you know we we're doing it this year this is my year you see you see i know you see i know i know y'all ain't i know y'all ain't been blind to the to the to the to the nation you know what I'm saying? It's going, it's going down. Um, to be the champs, you got to beat the champs. So, you know, we we much rather have seen the Bills. You know, it's a better matchup for us. But whatever it is, what it is, you know what I'm saying? We're going to we'll do our thing. It's my year this year, baby. <laughs> um, well, and, well, before you before we sign off here, what is, uh, what is some words of wisdom? Um, something that, you know, for whoever's listening or will be listening here in the future, what are some words of wisdom that you can uh, pass on? I'm gonna drop this right here. This is this is this for this is for the people who are listening. Make sure you listen to this podcast a second time. <laughs> <laughs>
because I dropped knowledge often. And if you had ears to hear, let them hear. That's my life. From a drop. That was the words of rhythm right there. Like that. Um, so how can people reach out to you? Yeah, man, I'm Batman Jenkins. Uh, I'm on social medias on Instagram and Twitter at ba- uh, Bubba Jenkins. I think Bubba underscore Jenkins. Um, I'm not hard to reach. I'm Bubba Jenkins on Facebook. Uh, and yeah, I'm really only on Instagram and Twitter. And I think it's the same thing. But I'm also on Facebook, of course, like, you know, got to gotta kick in with the high school homies and the other wrestling people and wrestling community and stuff like that. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm very easy to reach. I'm also the head coach of high school. So shout out to green valley high school if y'all want to just come on through and come kick it with us that's where we're going to be at here in henderson and i'm trying to build a unit trying to build a squad and you know my son's six and my other one is two um so you know i'm trying to be at this thing for 10 10 10 15 years when they go off to high school college you know then we'll see about what life is looking like 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 like, like. <laughs> oh lord um hey for everybody that's listening, um, thank you. Um, and also thank you to uh, my radio partner, uh, Helium Radio, uh, based out of St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, this episode will be available, um, in the, if not this coming up week, the, the following week uh, on heliumradio.com. Just look under the uh, Life Improvement Radio segment, and this will be available at 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Um, but uh, once again, hey, uh, if you get a chance, please look up this man. He's doing a lot of great things. Um, former national champ, world champ, uh, you know, in the PFL right now. Um, he's about to win his Shout million bucks. I'm going to go ahead and call that out now. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, it's going down. But uh, yeah, Bubba Jenkins, please check him out. Please follow him. And uh, once again, hey, this has been another awesome episode with Bubba, with me. And once again, my boy Gator, don't forget Gator right here. Oh, and Gator. <laughs> and uh, once again, hey, this is uh, the Cradle Brew. Be Cradle, stay inspired. <laughs>